Hey everyone, Alex here, and I have some great news. I'm working tirelessly on some new changes coming to the podcast in the coming days and weeks, including some new cool sounds, lining up amazing guests, and some great topics for you. We're going to keep diving deep into how we can all achieve some financial freedom through the various markets. I hope and enjoy the fact that you guys have been tuning into this podcast, and I hope that these changes meet your highest expectations. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In this episode, we're going to talk about what to know before taking out a loan to start your business. Stay tuned. So you want to take out a loan to start your business. You may need some capital to keep buying products because you're selling out too fast. Or maybe you need to set up the shipping and handling. You need to set up the inventory, the supply chain, whatever your needs are. Or maybe you need to hire more people because you're so overwhelmed with all the orders. Whatever your reason, hopefully they're positive reasons. Here are some options that you can use to get a loan without going to a traditional bank. Now, going to a traditional bank is not a problem. You just want to pay attention to what kind of interest rate they're asking for, what kind of schedule they're requiring you to pay. One option that you can go to is through the Small Business Association, the SBA. Now, they also have a payment schedule, but I believe their interest rates are a little bit lower than a traditional bank, and their payment schedules are a lot more lenient. The Small Business Association has some great tools for business owners and the like to find ways to either get started with their business or make innovations and changes to their business to have some positive effects. They do give out loans that work with the government assistance. Obviously, those are gone for a little bit of time, but once they come back, you can get some loans that are been beefed up a little bit um, with the help of the government. Now, another option is to go venture capital. Venture capitals do want a piece of the pie, right? So each one of these loan options or all loan options, whenever you're borrowing something, the person that is lending is always going to want something in return. Some people Some entities are going to charge some kind of um, interest. And with venture capitals, they want a piece of the business. So they're going to want, you know, 10%, 11, 12% of the business. And they're a lot more uh, strict on what they're expecting in return, right? Because they're giving you money. They're essentially, they're not private, but they work like private lenders in that they want some kind of big improvement or change. They want to get their money back, their money's worth. Banks, on the other hand, just want their interest paid off in time. They're going to give you a loan and extend it over a certain period of time, and they want you to pay more interest you pay on it. The longer it takes you to pay it off, the more it benefits them. Venture capitals want to invest in something that's going to blow up. Why? Because they're getting a piece of your business, and they get a piece of that benefit. So if you're willing to allow a venture capitalist firm to get a piece of your business, and you're okay with that, then venture capitals are not bad. 
but you got to have your stuff together. You have to be very unique. You have to have a wonderful business plan, and they love to see growth. You have to show them how you plan on growing. They don't want part of a business that plans on failing. And again, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. So if your business plan isn't where it needs to be as what they see it, they're going to see you as a business that may not pan out. You're not worth the risk. You can also go crowdfunding, Kickstarter, GoFundMe. The benefits of using like something like GoFundMe is you're not looking at interest rates. You're not looking at people on the piece of your business. It's just a little bit harder to raise a substantial amount of money if you're going through those crowdfunding sources. It's not impossible, but you're not looking to raise billions of dollars in capital to help fund your business. You're looking for a couple thousand dollars, a couple hundred, a couple thousand dollars, you know, tens of thousands of dollars, etc. but you're not looking at anything big. So it depends on the size of the problem that you're trying to solve. And another option is private funding. So there are a lot of websites out there and there are a lot of people out there that are willing to lend privately. Uh, back in the day, they used to call them loan sharks. Now, I'm not saying they're loan sharks now, but if you pay attention to some of the websites out there that offer loans, they don't require a lot of documentation. And they're willing to release money very quickly in exchange for a very high interest rate. Now, you'll see something similar to this in the real estate market where you have those private lenders that will charge you, you know, well over 8 you know, to 10% to loan you a sum of money and they're expecting to get paid back in a short amount of time. When we come back in just a moment, we're going to talk about some key considerations before pursuing those loans. Stay with us. I'm Alex Cunningham, and you're listening to Market Adventures. This episode is brought to you by Digit, the easiest way to save, plan for emergencies, set up multiple financial goals, and invest in your future. Search the savings.club. That's the savings.club or click the link in the show notes. You'll get a free $5 to get your savings started. Everything can be seen across all platforms in the real estate market, the stock market, and in just a private business, private equity market. If you're growing a business and you're looking for loans, there are people out there that are willing to give you loans and not looking for that much proof of, of you know, business plan documentation, but they're also going to charge you an increasingly high, extremely high interest rate because they're looking to get that money back um, at a much higher uh, kickback for them. And it's a higher risk. They want higher rewards. It doesn't matter where you go, though. You got to have your stuff together. You got to have the business plan. And like I said before, you got to be unique. You got to have some kind of uniqueness. Private funding, maybe not so much, but certainly the uh, certainly the crowdfunding, certainly venture capitalists. And if you're going to go to the small business association or even just going to a bank, you got to have something that says to, says to them that they're going to get their money back and then some. Now, if you haven't, listen to episode 45. The last episode I released on Monday talking to Miss Levy, and she told you how she started her business a uh, child care network across the country of Jamaica, she started that with her partner with just their monthly income, right? Just paying strictly out of a month's income from both parties. They're able to start that. Now, 
you may be saying, yes, it's Jamaica, but at the end of the day, the currency is the currency, the business is the business. You can start something similar without go having to go and try to break the bank, right? You're not trying to revolutionize something in a day. You're trying to get started and to bring your idea into the world and to prove its validity before you go seeking capital. Now, let's be realistic. If no bank is willing to take you on as a client, you have to start to look at your business and to see what you're doing wrong, right? If they don't want to just take you for an overdraft or even a line of credit, you got to see that something is wrong with your business. If you're presenting it to them and they don't think they want to touch it, you got to figure out what on your books, what on your plan is not lining up correctly. Remember episode 42, don't let your ego overshadow the facts, right? The facts of your business need to remain that. Facts. Your ego, you got to leave your ego at the door. Now, remember I said this in the very beginning. You want to make sure that it's positive things you're taking out funding for. If you're over, you know, if you're um, you're being overloaded with debt, right? You haven't been able to repay your debt debts because you're not selling as much, or you know, you you went in over your head on you know leasing this space or equipment or whatever. A rule of thumb, you never want to borrow money just to pay debts in life or in business. If you have a bill to pay, you don't want to borrow money just to pay that bill. You need to find out what it is you're doing wrong while you're in this situation. The same thing goes with business. Are you struggling to meet demand or is there a massive opportunity that you're going to miss? Those are great reasons to borrow. Right? If you're struggling to meet demand, that means you're doing so good that your inventory can't keep up. You need to go and get a large sum of inventory. There's a massive opportunity that you're missing out on. You need that money to take advantage of the opportunity for something that's already working. Now you're trying to double up on it. If there are strong reasons that allow you to take out a loan because your business is strong enough to manage that loan, then that makes sense. But if you're struggling to fund your operations... There may be something deeper, underlying causes that you should address first. If you're struggling to, to, to handle those things, when you take out a loan, guess what? You'll just be struggling to handle the loan, and you just, you've just dug another hole for yourself. Now, some people may decide they want to go to family. Maybe you have a rich family member or you're a couple family members that really believe in what you do. That's fine. However, be aware that... Personal loans from family and friends mean you're risking a personal relationship along with money, right? Along with money. When you take, when you borrow money from other people, there's nothing personal involved. It's all business. When you're dealing with family and friends and you involve money, you are now risking that capital as well as your family and friends' personal relationships. There have been a lot of relationships that have been ended or ruined because of money, because someone wanted to borrow money from someone they could not handle. You never want to play with somebody's retirement, college, or emergency funds. And again, remember the rule of thumb. Never borrow money to pay debts in life or in business. Hey, thank you so much for listening today. You can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You can write us on Instagram or message the Facebook page at Market Adventures Podcast. I'm Alex Cunningham, and you've been listening to the Market 
Adventures podcast. Until next time.